Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Happy you joined us tonight here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion and uh, repeatedly, unfortunately, have to champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Thrilled to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open you can reach us at 316-869-1330. By email, you can find me at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook and Truth Social at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Look forward to hearing from you. We'll try and take calls, I know, at least at the 845 hour, but we'll try. Feel free to call in tonight. We are having a uh, – we've got a great show planned for you tonight. We're going to host a live discussion on the value them both amendment, my role will be just to ask the questions. And uh, our participants are not affiliated with any of the organizations that have been pushing the amendment. Rabbi Mark Levin, uh, not the Mark Levin from KNSS, by the way. Uh, that would be, although we've had him on the show a couple times, but that would be a different conversation entirely. But uh, Rabbi Levin will be articulating the case for the vote no position. And Ben Davis, a local res- Wichita resident, business consultant, will be articulating the case for the vote yes side. Again, these are uh, private citizens who have uh, strongly held beliefs on the issue. And I'll ask the questions. They'll give you the answers. Just be an open and honest discussion. Big First District Congressman Tracy Mann will update us on the latest from Washington, D.C. We'll talk to him to kick off the 8 o'clock hour. We'll discuss election integrity and the safety of ballot drop boxes with Mike Brown, who is running for Kansas Secretary of State. Chris Kobach will bring us a final update on his campaign for Kansas Attorney General. And we'll discuss how President Biden is once again waging war against our Second Amendment rights with Dave Workman 
senior editor of thegunmag.com. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 316-869-1330. So we got a loaded show. Stick around. I hope you you're enjoy it. Um, I do want to uh, address something that has, has been going on. The story's been percolating for a couple of weeks now. The City of Wichita Commission of Electors began meeting, and as many of you are aware, I was appointed to the commission by City Councilman Jeff Bluebaugh. I consider it a privilege to serve my fellow Wichitans. Uh, Charter Ordinance 173 requires the City Council to appoint a commission of electors in July every 10 years following the census. And the commission's task is to examine the plan of the districts and to recommend district boundary revisions to the city council by, in this case, August 31st of this year. It's a, generally, this is a nonpartisan process where we look at it from a perspective of a one-person, one-vote point of view. Unfortunately, um, politics has been inserted into this process by the mayor, and, and the nonpartisan commission was set up to help redraw the Wichita City Council's districts and was attacked by the mayor before it was even formed. And Mayor Whipple, before we had even had a chance to meet, tweeted out his disappointment in the commission after the appointments were made. He tweeted, quote, Our City of Wichita Redistricting Committee has more people who have spent their professional lives working against LGBT rights than any other board. Now, keep in mind, we hadn't even met yet. He's passing judgment before any meetings had been held. But nevertheless, Brandon Whipple was passing judgment not only on us, but on the people who appointed us. He went on to say, these are Republican legislators who, frankly, have a vested interest in destroying civil rights. I want to point out one of the legislators he's talking about here is an African-American. Specifically, the work we've done with our local level non-discriminatory ordinance, Whipple said. I think it is worrisome if the committee isn't reflective of the values of our community, unquote. Now, despite what Mayor Whipple might think of this commission, we are hard at work trying to rewrite the city's city council districts as is required by law. And despite the best efforts of the mayor to inject identity and partisan politics into the process, I think we have a great team that is indeed representative of our city. Mayor Whipple was actively working to discredit and delegitimize the City Redistricting Committee, before it had even met for the first time. That is what's worrisome, not whether or not we check a particular box, not whether or not we fall into the identity politics game that the mayor wants to play. But here's the thing. The commission is representative of the values and the identity of our community. It is gender, racially, ethnically, and politically diverse, and we're all the better for it. Contrary to the mayor and what he wanted for this ethics, this commission on electors, it's actually representative of all of Wichita. If Brandon Whipple had his way, it wouldn't be. 
Our body is made up of men and women, Republicans, Libertarians, Democrats, African-Americans, Hispanics, whites, straights, LGBT members of our community. We're all represented, despite the best efforts of the mayor to rewrite the commission in his own image. During our first meeting, we went around the room to introduce ourselves. And we were asked to list one thing about the city of Wichita that makes us proud. And the answers were as diverse as the commission itself. I mentioned I was proud of Music Theater Wichita and our great selection of local restaurants. Another member expressed his pride in our local farm and art markets. Another in our local government. Another in the people of Wichita themselves. If only our mayor shared the same faith and pride in his fellow Wichitans that the commission members do. Brandon Whipple was so focused on driving his own personal political agenda and growing his own power that he forgot to have faith in the people who he purports to represent. Unlike the mayor, I believe the strength of the commission of electors lies in our diversity. We need to have all voices represented. And unlike the mayor, I'm glad we have conservative and liberal voices on the commission. Because that way, everyone has a voice in the process. The mayor wanted to remove a conservative from the commission and replace that voice with four more picks of his own, none of whom would have represented the majority of Wichitans who didn't vote for Brandon Whipple. So I'm proud to serve on this commission and will do my best to represent District 4 and all of Wichita. I'm proud of my city councilmen and those who stood up to Mayor Whipple when he tried to strong-arm them. I'm proud of the commission of electors. I'm proud of the diversity of our group and the way we are working together to accomplish our goals. And I'm proud to be a Wichitan. Proud to represent Wichita, even those with whom I may disagree. I have every confidence we will deliver a set of recommendations that are fair and balanced. If only Mayor Whipple will let us. Mr. Trouble never hangs around when he hears this mighty sound. Here I come to save the day. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll discuss Biden's war against our Second Amendment rights with Dave Workman from thegunmag.com. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. So though we are in danger, we never despair. We know it's hot outside in July. So Seven Clans First Council Resort Casino is cranking up the cold. Hard cash. Aggressive rollovers and cash drawings every Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday night. And that's just the beginning. Saturday, July 30th, someone will win a brand new Jeep Cherokee and aggressive rollover with a minimum of $16,000. It's a grand total of more than $100,000 in cash this July. Plus, our indoor water park is always 72 degrees. Don't get beat by the heat. Come win cold hard cash. Seven Clans First Council Resort and Casino. Highway 77 in Newkirk. Where the winners play. Want to work in radio? Well, now's your chance. Odyssey Wichita is looking for a part-time promotions assistant. If you're an organized professional and or social media wizard that can multitask, pay close attention to detail, and meet tight deadlines, we want to talk to you. Attend radio-sponsored events, schedule giveaways for tickets and other prizes, and get behind the wheel of a station vehicle. 
vehicle if you have a valid driver's license. And of course, prior experience is a plus. Interested? Submit your resume now at odysseyinc.com forward slash careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. Hi, I'm Dr. Roger Marshall. I'm Dr. John Barrasso. I'm Senator and Dr. Bill Cassidy. I'm Dr. John Bozeman. This is Rand Paul. I come to you today not only as a United States Senator, but as a physician concerned for the health and safety of our nation. Fentanyl is killing over 200 Americans each and every day. Unfortunately, many Americans who've died from an overdose didn't even know that they were taking the deadliest drug our nation has ever seen. They didn't know that the counterfeit pills of prescription drugs like Percocet, Oxycodone, Xanax, or Adderall are being laced with fentanyl. And illicit drugs like marijuana, heroin, and meth are being laced with fentanyl also. Most of these people who bought these illegal drugs didn't know that drug traffickers are selling counterfeit pills that are nearly identical to legitimate prescription medicine. And they didn't know that just one pill can kill and they didn't know that a lethal dose of illicit fentanyl is equivalent to a few grains of salt, which can fit on the tip of a pencil. As doctors in the Senate, we know that fentanyl is harming our communities, tearing apart families. This epidemic is exploding. It's killing our fellow Americans at record rates. Never take any drug except those personally prescribed by your physician and filled by your pharmacist. Parents, teachers, please, Please talk to your children before it's too late. Be honest and direct. Don't assume anything. By working together, we can make a difference and stop the drug traffickers that are driving addiction and poisoning our neighbors and children. News still happens while you're at work. The document. Long forgiveness. The Russians. The Odyssey app. At work. Easy to get my news right on their app. Download the Odyssey app now. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. As I'm sure you've noticed, over the last few weeks, both President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris have proclaimed a war on assault weapons, and frankly, on every other kind of weapon for that matter, in the face of growing violence in the country. But the real question is, what will come from their crusade when it comes to private gun owners? Joining us now to answer that question is Dave Workman. He is an award-winning journalist and senior editor of thegunmag.com. He writes for Liberty Park Press, conservative firing line, and is communications director for the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Dave, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you on the show, my friend. 
Well, uh, you're certainly welcome. It's nice for you uh, to invite me here. And, you know, we've got a good subject to talk yeah. about. So <laughs> For sure. Uh, <laughs> um, Dave, let me ask you, uh, looking at, at what Vice President Harris said, she made her comments uh, last week stating, uh, quote, assault weapons were specifically and intentionally designed to kill a lot of human beings quickly. And then she went on to call them uh, a weapon of war. Um, and then she went, of course, on to support her support for the Second Amendment. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, first off, well, it's gotta, a weapon of war. You know, and then I support the Second Amendment. It, <laughs> we're talking about Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just uh, as, as the vice president of the United States, um, she lacks a lot. <laughs> and every time that I, I see her make a statement about something, and of course she repeats it three or four times yeah. because she must think it sounds intelligent, but uh, I, I just, it, I lose track of whatever her thought pattern is if she's even got one. <laughs> and uh, the idea that she even calls the guns that she wants banned assault weapons is is uh, simply nonsense. Uh, this past week, uh, I saw a, a tweet from the Associated Press uh, that is advising journalists now to, and I quote this, avoid assault rifle and assault weapon, which are highly politicized terms that generally refer to AR or AK-style rifles designed for the civilian market, but convey little meaning about the actual functions of the weapon. And that's really uh, a pretty good step in the right direction for the AP, uh, because assault rifle and assault weapon, that's part of the lexicon of the gun control crowd. And journalists have been using this for years, and it really doesn't, uh, it's not terribly accurate. But uh, uh, Harris and her boss, uh, Joe Biden, have repeatedly said they want to ban these guns. They're going to run smack dab into the Second Amendment if they try to do that. Uh, there's already a case pending uh, in, I think it's the Fourth Circuit, uh, which the U.S. Supreme Court already granted certiorari to and then vacated uh, an earlier uh, ruling sent the case back to the Fourth Circuit and said, look, in the wake of our uh, uh, announcement on, on the Bruin case out of New York, uh, you guys have got to reconsider what you have decided here in accordance with the Second Amendment. And uh, this is uh, going to be a real Donnybrook when uh, some of these lower courts, which have uh, tried to dance around enforcing earlier uh, Supreme Court rulings on the Second Amendment. When they get around to doing this, it, it's just going to be a, a a train wreck. <laughs> I'm just, and you and I will have a lot to talk about. Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> Joe because he, of course, added his own anti-Second Amendment rhetoric uh, as well recently. He he said, "quote 
Uh, assault weapons need to be banned. I should probably read, you know, pull a Joe Biden and read that again. But no, he said uh, assault weapons need to be banned. They were banned. I led the fight in 1984. I'm surprised he could remember that. And, and I'm determined to ban these weapons again and high capacity magazines. I'm not going to stop until we do it. Um, first off, do you believe President Biden may be overreaching here when it comes to calling for an all-out ban on assault weapons? Because I don't think he could get that passed. I don't think he can either, and I think his calendar is off. Uh, the The ban that he's talking about came as part of the Clinton crime package in 1994. And, you know, you know Joe, he's he's not him self anymore <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's a nice way of putting it yeah well i i try to be polite you know the, after all he's 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 the guy in the white house and you got to have some respect for the office uh he he's lost track of, of this so many times but yeah he did uh quote unquote lead the fight well he was one of the people leading the fight joe has a habit of uh, taking credit for stuff that either he didn't do or actually never happened uh, and this is one of those times because there were a lot of people on his side of the aisle uh, pushing this thing, and that's why they all got voted out of office in November of 1994. Yeah. Uh, cost him 53 seats, I think, in the House of Representatives. We're, um, that's, yeah, we're, we're coming up to a break. No, I was just going to say we're, we're talking with Dave Workman from uh, editor of thegunmag.com. And I, I was going to ask, you know, there were consequences sure. to that. Uh, but clearly, Biden and Harris believe that an assault weapons ban is the answer to, you know, stopping in uh, these uh, mass shootings. But historically, that really hasn't been the case. I mean, that I don't think an assault weapons ban or banning high capacity magazines is necessarily the going to be the great solution they think it's going to be. Is it, Dave? No. Uh, w when they're talking about banning what, it, what actually really is a semi-automatic modern sporting rifle, it's not an assault rifle at all. That's, that's a term that they really misuse. And the high-capacity magazines they're talking about, those are original capacity magazines provided by the manufacturers of those firearms because that's the magazine that is supposed to be used in those guns. Uh, and as far as getting them banned, uh, they may think that will uh, solve a problem, but it won't. They may try to pander that to the public as a solution to violent crime, but it's not because, one, criminals don't obey the law. Yes, exactly. This is something, this is something that, uh, that uh, Biden and Harris and, and the rest of the people on their side of the aisle, they don't seem to get that. Uh, and, and instead, they, they peddle this idea that this is going to be a panacea to crime. It's not. What it really is, it's an effort to disarm the wrong people. And by doing that, we will always be dependent upon the government for our own safety and protection. The government is under no constitutional obligation to provide that protection. Uh, it's just a way to build government and disarm the, the law-abiding citizens of this country. And in no way is that going to pass muster either with the, the Congress or with the general population and certainly not with the Supreme Court.
your notion that you just said, disarming the wrong people, I think that's a great way of, of, of summarizing this, because that is the, the goal here. You're trying to take away guns of law-abiding citizens, but the criminals, the, the gangbangers, the cartels, are, they don't care if you ban an assault weapon it's, or you know, an AR-15 or whatever. They're still going to own them. They're still going to commit crimes with them. So banning them is irrelevant because, oh, goodness, now I'm going to possess a banned weapon. So I better turn it in. I better take it down to the police station and turn it in. Well, yeah, they, you know, they honestly believe that, that we're going to flock down to the local police station to turn in firearms that, A, there are private property. Right. The government never owned those guns to begin with. And we will need those firearms after that same bunch of people uh, uh, defund the police and and drive away police officers from various agencies where they are desperately needed in an effort to keep the peace. And you take a look at any blue-run city in the country, crime is is rising. In some places, it's out of control. Uh, police uh, manpower is down uh, in Seattle, for example, which is uh, within walking distance or driving distance, really, of where I'm at right now. Uh, uh, Seattle has lost something like 400 officers in the last two years, and their response time is, is just atrocious, even in life-threatening situations. They're going to arrive just in time to do a white chalk outline around the victim, <laughs> and that's just about sums it all up. Uh, the the Democrats under Biden and Harris uh, really are they're, they're promoting chaos. Yes, that's uh, a good way of putting it. That's a, a really good way of putting it. Dave, if, if folks want to learn more about the Second Amendment Foundation and its members, they can visit saf.org, or they can find you at thegunmag.com, correct? That's right, yeah. And also, uh, and particularly uh, because I think it gets published every Sunday, uh, so I should be online now, uh, I do a weekly column for American Handgunner Insider Online. You can Google that up. And just American Handgunner Insider Online, uh, it, it, it runs every week. Uh, it gets posted on Sundays. Um, I also write for Liberty Park Press, where I'm uh, the editor-in-chief also along with the Gun Mag. And uh, I do a monthly column on uh, Second Amendment defense in the print edition of Guns Magazine, and anybody ought to be able to run down to the, the drugstore and find a guns magazine on the uh, uh, magazine rack. Uh, so that's where you can find me these days. Dave, we appreciate you joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Well, I'm an old guy, so I may have to drag the fight along with me. But... <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, brother. You betcha. You take care, and thanks for having me. Want to let you know about a couple of events that are coming up here in the next week or so. On Thursday, the 28th, the monthly meeting, the July meeting of the Sedgwick County Young Republicans is coming up. They're having a pizza ranch. It's at the Pizza Ranch. It's a great group, the Sedgwick County Young Republicans. I'll put information on that on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And don't forget, coming up on August 8th, Monday, August 8th, we are rolling back gas prices 
to what the gas price of gas was when Joe Biden was inaugurated. AFP Kansas and KNSS are rolling back. The price of gas will be out at Jumpstart on North Broadway, and I'll be there live. So you can come see me, pump fill your gas tank, and save two bucks a gallon. Want for more information? Visit the John Whitmer Show. Facebook page. We'll be taking your calls later in the show, but coming up after the break, we'll be taking our live discussion on Value Them Both with Rabbi Mark Levin and Ben Davis. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's does number one talk. Did you know giraffe clean their ears and eyes with their tongues? Did you know we have a brand new big cat trick? Tashi's so cute and cuddly. Bring your keepers to the Sedgwick County Zoo. Plan your visit at scz.org. Rusty Eckford is having a $49 used vehicle acquisition event. Yes, you heard right. Rusty Eckford is selling every used vehicle on their lot for as little as $49 down. With limited new car inventory all across the country, late model, low mileage, pre-owned vehicles are a buyer's best option. And Rusty Eckford has over 250 pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Plus, with higher gas prices, you can select from some of the best fuel-efficient vehicles around. It's Rusty Eckford's $49 used vehicle acquisition event, and every used car on our lot is being sold for as little as $49 down. Every used Ford from $49 down. Every used Chevy from $49 down. Every used Jeep, Dodge, Toyota, and more. As little as $49 down delivers. It's Rusty Eck Ford's $49 used vehicle acquisition event. Rusty Eck Ford. If you don't come see us today, we can't save you any money. RustyEckFord.com. Offers with approved credit plus tax and fees expires months. We are all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. This summer, try some eco-friendly water sports like paddle boarding, swimming, or diving. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Weather is brought to you by Everyday Wealth on KNSS and Edelman Financial Engines. Look for clouds to increase this evening. There could be a couple of thunderstorms through the overnight. 76 degrees with an east-northeast wind up over 20 miles per hour couple of thunderstorms to start your Monday morning, then partly sunny. Little cooler for your Monday afternoon, up to 98. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. I'm Kathleen Maloney. The House January 6th committee may subpoena Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, about efforts to keep the former president in office. Congressman Adam Kinzinger tells ABC's This Week. I certainly hope they're moving forward. I certainly think there's evidence of crimes, and I think uh, it goes all the way up to Donald Trump. Kinzinger is one of two Republicans on the committee. Sharks are keeping lifeguards busy at New York beaches. Fox's Alexis McAdams reports from Rockaway Beach. New York City Parks Department temporarily closed this beach down, not allowing swimmers into the water after several shark sightings, but it reopened. The closure came on one of the hottest days this summer as thousands of New Yorkers hit the beaches during this ongoing heat wave. There have been six reported shark bites at Long Island beaches this summer. America is listening to Fox News. I don't know if you've ever heard of Black Eyed Kids. Oh, yeah. We've had shows on that. Coast to Coast AM. His eyes, his eyes were slit. Turned 
A lot of people think they're demons. I'm saying that's not a fact. It's a, it's an opinion. Was he a demon? I think for demon. I thought he was a demon. Don't open the door. Coast to Coast AM. Overnights on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show well, as I'm sure, you, you, it's hard to avoid it. Uh, I'm sure that you've seen it. There's been a ton of information and misinformation floating around regarding the value them both constitutional amendment you're going to see on your ballot when you go to vote on August 2nd. Sadly, some of that has even come from some of our local elected officials. Joining us now for a live discussion on the value them both amendment is Rabbi Mark Levin from the Kansas City area who will be articulating the case for the vote no side and Ben Davis, a local Wichita resident and business consultant who will be articulating the case for the vote yes side. Rabbi Levin, Ben, thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you, John. Good to be here. Much for having me. Uh, my pleasure, guys. I appreciate you. And again, you know, it's so important. I want folks to understand this is two private citizens. Neither of you are associated with either or any of the organizations. These are just two private individuals who have strongly held opinions on the issue, right? Correct. Correct. So let me start with this. Uh, ben, just, you know, in a quick summary, uh, tell us why should folks vote yes for the value of the both of them? Yeah, thanks, John. I think that every citizen of Kansas should vote yes on value them both on August 2nd because it is the only path forward uh, that protects and preserves representative democracy. Uh, the Hodas and Nasser uh, v. Schmidt ruling of 2019 um, was one of the most radical rulings, uh, not only in a state Supreme Court, but of any court in, in the country as it regards uh, abortion. And essentially, will lead to ripping uh, this issue out of the hands of the people. Um, As laws are systematically struck down, uh, we will have no recourse. uh, The legislature will have no recourse uh, to actually try to fix them going forward. Uh, So voting yes is the way to preserve representative democracy for every citizen to let their voice be heard. And Rabbi, uh, what what would you say to folks who, I mean, why should folks vote no? The uh, plan behind this, is to, uh, in the Constitution of the state of Kansas, uh, establish what is specifically uh, Catholic and a right-wing evangelical theology uh, that states that uh, life begins at conception, uh, 
the legislature uh, will pass uh, after that laws that will uh, prohibit the free function of religion for any but a theology that establishes the fact of life at conception. Okay, let me let me interrupt so, you there. I, the, you say that that it will pass that the that the legislature will then pass laws that will affect religion. Yes, in other words, religion stipulates religion stipulate when life begins. Uh, this this is a basic function of uh, theology. Uh, major question of how do we define life. After all, uh, all religions recognize that uh, life is sacred and is to be protected. So uh, take a life is, in all civilizations, against the law, against the rules, it's against the theology. If one defines life as beginning at conception, then uh, uh, it becomes murder. Uh, when one aborts. If you look, for instance, in the New York Times today on page 17, there's a very interesting article about a woman uh, who was diagnosed with cancer, a very virulent cancer, form of breast cancer, and the very next day discovered that she was pregnant, which is to say those two diagnoses came on subsequent days. Okay. The treatment for her cancer uh, would uh, destroy her pregnancy, and it was a pregnancy that she very much wanted. Okay. But the cancer is so virulent that if she didn't immediately get the treatment, she would die. Now, if so, so uh, how does? If, let if me ask, and I want to keep, I want to keep the time balanced. How does passing yeah. the value them both amendment prevent that? How well, the does the legislature? It's a two. It's a it's a two step process that's going on here. I get that, but One let me let me ask you. Let me let me interrupt you. I've got to keep this kind of controlled. That's fine. That's fine. Here's the thing. You're making an assumption, and Ben, tell me if I'm wrong here. But he is making an assumption. If this passes, then the legislature will do blank. But that's betting on the come, so to speak. In in in. In no, Las no, Vegas no, terms. No, no, no. That's not me stupid. Rabbi, hold on. Stupid. Rabbi, let, let Ben, because there's I, no guarantee I, the legislature I, I make, will do that. I, I want to make, make two, two quick points. The first is voting yes on value them both, all it does is reverse the 2019 ruling. Whatever the legislature does going forward is the business of the legislature. You hold your elected representatives accountable to what they're going to do. Uh, all the amendment does is reverse the ruling and then preserves the the um, the restrictions that are already in place. That's that's all it does, and then allows the legislature to move forward. I want to make one other quick point. We don't have to dwell on this, but to posit that the the right of the unborn is strictly a religious idea is false. If you go all the way back to the Civil Rights Act of 1866, which the 14th Amendment was meant to codify in the United States Constitution, um, which in, in fact was actually reliant on Blackstone's legal commentaries, um, the Civil Rights Act of 1866 talks about the legal rights of persons in the womb. Uh, it does not mention anything about religion at all. Blackstone's commentaries 
which is codified in many ways, English common law, talk about persons in the womb bearing rights, uh, none of which was based, uh, it was solely based off of English common law, it was not at all based off of any religious text whatsoever. If you go back and you look at the abortion laws, a majority of abortion states prohibited abortion, many of them outlawed it right up until the time of Roe v. Wade. Uh, if you look at those laws that were codified then, they were not at all based on any sort of religious text. So to somehow posit that this is a, a tournament of competing theologies um, that are all determining when life does and doesn't begin uh, is simply false. That is not the way that American constitutional law has worked. It's not the way that the state's laws have worked. It's not the way that English common law worked. Um, and all of those, in one way or another, before 1973, presumed the right of persons in the womb. Uh, so I, I think it's just strictly false for, for you to make that assumption. Uh, that's that's not how it worked. Let's let's do that's this. Simply, Let me... That's simply correct. That is correct. Okay, uh, good. Look, abortion was always legal in this country uh, in the in the 18th and 19th centuries. Okay, it was only in the end, end of the 19th century it became illegal. So, so that's that's, that's the, not true. At the time, at the time, at the time of the codification of the for, of the ratification of the Fourteenth Amendment, but it, but there, were thir- there were thirty there were thirty there were thirty seven states that all made abortion completely illegal. I mean, that's just, that's just historical fact. I mean, so it is. Me, you can go look it up. Let me ask this of both of yeah. you, um, and and let me try and do it this way with a yes or no answer. Let's try it this way. Um, okay. Does the value them both amendment does passage of the value them both amendment ban abortion, Rabbi? We, I mean, if, if, if it passes, so, does it know, does passage of the value of the both amendment directly result in banning abortion? Uh, it it will as soon as, as soon as the state legislature gets but, hold of it. That's not what I asked. Plan. That's not no, what no, I no, asked. No, 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 no. Because I'm going no, off of the advertising. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm going off of the advertising because if you look at the advertising, I'm going off of the advertising, and if you look at the advertising that is coming from those who oppose it. They say if it passes, there will be a ban, but there's a third there's a third step that would have to occur. Ben, I'll ask you, does passage of value them both automatically assume there will be a ban? No. That's that okay, let me then there's a related okay, question look, look, on this. Look, 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 Have you stopped beating your wife yet? <laughs> It's That's a, a simple question. Have you stopped eating your wife yet? I never you have. Can't That's your question. answer. You can't ask a question that gives a false impression. You sure can, right? because now, the now, one the one doesn't necessarily lead to the other. Let me do this. Do you mind Oklahoma. if I ask a question of Rabbi Levin? Yeah, Rabbi Levin, right, do you right, mind right. do you mind yeah. if I ask you a question just really quickly? Okay, so let's 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 say let's say that um, that value them both does not pass. Okay. So there have already been two laws struck down. There's actually one. There, so there's a false claim being made on the other side that, well, it's been three years, and, and, and we've not had any challenges thus far. That's absolutely false. There's a challenge uh, moving up through the courts right now. It was filed again, a motion in the Kansas Appeals Court of May of this year uh, by the Trust Women Clinic uh, that would essentially um, restrict or, or make it a requirement that you don't have to have a doctor's consent for the, the so-called abortion pill. Um, so that's being challenged right now. Let's say that it doesn't pass in the event that um, uh, taxpayer-funded abortion, the restriction on that, gets, gets, uh, gets struck down by the Kansas Supreme Court. Let's say that uh, a majority of the laws get struck down by the Kansas Supreme Court over time as they're challenged. Um, what recourse do the voters of Kansas have uh, to try to amend or fix that? 
No, no. No, no, I'm asking well, you, what, what recourse okay, my, would we my, have? Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. I, I, I am not a legal expert. No, but you, but you, but you have a, but you have an opinion on this, and so I'm asking you. This is a very fair question that everybody voting no should be prepared to answer. In the event that the law is struck down, what recourse will Kansas voters have through their elected yeah, representatives? That law is not going to be struck. How do you know that? Well, Why, there have been nine other states that have passed. There have been nine other states. Hold on, hold on. We, we've got to take a break, but let me make one observation, and yeah. this is just a quick observation that I need to make here. Rabbi, you've made the, the, the premise that value the, the, the passing value of the mo- both will automatically lead to a, a ban. However, just a second ago, you said, oh, well, that's not going to happen. You can't have it both ways, Rabbi. Either the laws are going to get struck down or they're not going to get struck down. Either there's going to be a ban or there's not going to be a ban. If you are going to assume one... You have to assume the other. We're going to take a quick no. break, and then I want to talk because we got to pay the bills. And then I want to talk about miscarriages and ectopic pregnancies. Stick around through the break, guys. We'll be back right after this. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Even if your old air conditioner isn't worth a dime, or a wooden nickel, or even a red cent, it's still worth up to $2,000 in trade-in for a new air conditioner from Bonnestock. If there's any chance your air conditioner will need to be replaced this year, now is the time to call. A comfort consultant will check your system, and if it qualifies, they'll give you up to $2,000 in trade for a new energy-efficient model. This is a limited-time offer, so call today. Fonestock, 943-COOL, license number 1747S. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully, because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Steve McIntosh. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, using the latest in precision medicine with natural biologics. It's an exciting non-surgical approach that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your joints and get you moving again. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and has treated thousands of patients with an incredible success and satisfaction rate. If you've got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, you need to check out these new treatments. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself with no downtime, no drugs, no surgery. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, 316-285-9975, 316-285-9975, 316-285-9975. Omni Business Center has been working with small businesses in Wichita for the past 35 years. They have, uh, it's clean. That's another thing. It's, everything is nice and neat and clean every night, you know, so they take care of the place really well and, uh, Clients are impressed with the building and go, wow, we didn't even know this place was here. So Please call 689-FLEX, Omni Business Center, located just west of Town East. Come by for a tour. 15 minutes could save you 50% or more on your office. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As always, you can listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and true social pages and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. With us still is Rabbi Mark Levin and Ben Davis. Uh, let me ask you guys, we're having a conversation on the value of them both amendment. Let me pose this question to both of you. Would the passage of the value of them both amendment make it harder for physicians to provide life-saving care for women? That It's come up in a number of ads. There's been a lot of conjecture about things like miscarriages or ectopic pregnancies, and that those kinds of procedures are threatened by the passage of the amendment is that true, Ben? No, it's simply not true. It's simply not true at all. Um, ectopic pregnancies, miscarriages, um, in an overwhelming majority of cases, we're not even talking about viable lives to begin with. Um, and so there, there would be no restrictions. All the restrictions that are on the books now make ample exceptions for the life of the mother, for rape and incest, for, the, for these other instances that you're talking about. Um, and so, no, laws existing on the books now, any future laws that may or may be passed down, down uh, in the months or years uh, to come would not, would not limit that in any way, um, mostly because in those instances we're not even talking about viable lives. And uh, Rabbi Levin, is that true? I mean, does, does the passage of the amendment itself affect miscarriages, ectopic pregnancies, those kinds of services? You know, you keep wanting to find this as though the state of Missouri, the state of Oklahoma, Texas did nothing. Okay, we know what's going to happen. We know but we don't. What is we, we can't. We can't play conjecture and well, what if then, games. Then, then you're setting up. You're setting up a case where you could. T- you you have set this up so that I'm wrong, except for the facts are that I'm right. Okay, and and it's going to happen because that's what the plan is. Now, let me say a few things about why I'm in this discussion, because if it is. If abortion is made illegal, okay, I'm sorry, if life is defined beginning at birth, then things that I have to do as a rabbi will become illegal in the state of Kansas. So let me ask you this, Rabbi. Wait. No, I've got to interrupt you. I've got to interrupt you. I'm sorry. So I've got to interrupt you because I've actually served, unlike you, I've actually served in the legislature. I I served there for four years. I have— Lots of friends who currently serve on both sides of the aisle who serve in the legislature, and I have now, and I have talked to them about what to what they anticipate, what may or may not happen. I've got a pretty good pulse about what's likely to come out of next session. I can tell you right now that what you're the doom and gloom that you're anticipating is not what I have heard from any but the most people right of me, and there aren't a whole lot of people right of me. But they are one or two, and they introduce that bill every year, and it dies on the grapevine. And I think your worst-case scenario scenario is a bit of no offense, but it's a little chicken little. It's not realistic. And I think I do want to get to one other subject, that, and it's come up quite a bit. Rabbi, in particular, you've criticized churches and religious organizations for engaging in this issue uh, do you guys think that's fair to criticize religious organizations for engaging on this issue? Rabbi, do you want to respond to no, that? No, you, you got my stand wrong. You got my stand wrong. Okay. Religious organizations absolutely can engage in this issue in terms of education. That's what the law states. Okay? What, they, what they ought not do 
is something that is against the Constitution, which is a which is a enshrine one particular theology into the Constitution of the state of Kansas. That is unconstitutional. I would agree with that. But ben, they, does anything they, in the value of them both do that, Ben? I mean, is there anything in the amendment the that actually does that? Okay, Rabbi, what was your last sentence, just so I can make sure so my response? A, a church can and ought to be involved in terms of education and values. That's where American values come from. Okay, so uh, uh, let me just say, first of all, the, the value of them both uh, amendment has nothing whatsoever to do with theology or religion. It's simply just to reverse, and I want to be very clear for the listeners, it's just to reverse the 2019 Hodes and Nasser v. Schmidt case to amend the Constitution to say that there is no fundamental right uh, for a woman to have an abortion found in the Kansas Constitution, uh, and, and it, the only thing it bans is taxpayer funding of abortion. Uh, churches can and should be involved in this, and all Rabbi Levin wants to do is exchange one religious theocracy for another uh, in, in saying that uh, the, the, the Catholic Church is just trying to impose its will on us when he really wants to impose his. Well, gentlemen, I, I do appreciate you. Rabbi, thank you for taking the time to join us tonight. Ben, it's been a spirited discussion Uh, I really appreciate both of you sticking around. After the top of the hour, Congressman Tracy Mann will be with us. Stick around. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. Want to work in radio? Well, now's your chance. Odyssey Wichita is looking for a part-time promotions assistant. If you're an organized professional and or social media wizard that can multitask, pay close attention to detail, and meet tight deadlines, we want to talk to you. Attend radio-sponsored events, schedule giveaways for tickets and other prizes, and get behind the wheel of a station vehicle if you have a valid driver's license. And, of course, prior experience is a plus. Interested? Submit your resume now at odysseyinc.com forward slash careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. Hi, I'm Dr. Roger Marshall. I'm Dr. John Barrasso. I'm Senator and Dr. Bill Cassidy. I'm Dr. John Bozeman. This is Rand Paul. I come to you today not only as a United States Senator, but as a physician concerned for the health and safety of our nation. Fentanyl is killing over 200 Americans each and every day. Unfortunately, many Americans who've died from an overdose didn't even know that they were taking the deadliest drug our nation has ever seen. They didn't know that the counterfeit pills of prescription drugs like Percocet, Oxycodone, Xanax, or Adderall are being laced with fentanyl. And illicit drugs like marijuana, heroin, and meth are being laced with fentanyl also. Most of these people who bought these illegal drugs didn't know that drug traffickers are selling counterfeit pills that are nearly identical to legitimate prescription medicine. And they didn't know that just one pill can kill And they didn't know that a lethal dose of illicit fentanyl is equivalent to a few grains of salt, which can fit on the tip of a pencil. As doctors in the Senate, we know that fentanyl is harming our communities, tearing apart families. This epidemic is exploding. It's killing our fellow Americans at record rates. Never take any drug except those personally prescribed by your physician and filled by your pharmacist. Parents, teachers, please, Please talk to your children before it's too late. Be honest and direct. Don't assume anything. By working together, we can make a difference and stop the drug traffickers that are driving addiction and poisoning our neighbors and children. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. 
exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 